Freedom-loving patriots, constitutionalists, undoctrinated, unwoke, walk-away Democrats, and those clinging to their guns, Bibles, and constitutions, I'm your host, Becca Marie, along with Stella Padilla, and you're listening to Freedom Speak. I'd like for you to check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can listen to any of our previous shows, and also check out our resource page. You can download the podcast of this show from SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Want to send us your questions and comments? Email us at Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. And now you can listen and watch us live every Friday morning, 9 a.m. to noon on Facebook, X, Rumble, and YouTube until they cancel us completely. And now you can also watch us on television on your Roku or Smart TV through the Rumble app. Sorry about that difficult start today if you're watching us on uh, live stream. I had a little bit of a glitch going on with one of the computers. Had to do a reboot. Things happen. Been thinking a little bit about the craziness going on in the world. How the world's all upside down. Makes me think about a term I heard mentioned just the other day. Social... Contagion. This term is defined by psychologists as a ubiquitous process by which information such as attitudes, emotions, or behaviors are rapidly spread throughout a group from one member to others without rational thought and reason. One article I read pointed out 10 examples of this phenomena, herd behavior, swarming, imitation, mirroring, empathy, moral panic, Mass hysteria, madness of crowds, groupthink, collective effervescence. You guys see any of that kind of stuff going on? I know I have. In June of 1962, dozens of workers in a textile factory came down with the same physical symptoms, rashes, numbness in the hands and feet, and episodes of nausea. It was initially believed that the factory had been infested with some sort of toxic insect that had bitten the workers. This became known as the June bug epidemic. What happened? Well, it was determined that this was a form of mass hysteria or social contagion. Some workers developed these psychologically induced symptoms, and others developed the same complaints as the disease spread from worker to worker. In other words, due to fear, a lot of people became sick because they believed they were sick. Does that make you think of anything? It certainly made me think of a lot of things. Remember the run on toilet paper during the scamdemic? The shelves were bare of toilet paper for weeks. This is known in the world of psychology as a consumer behavior contagion. Everybody else is buying toilet paper, so I guess I better buy some too. Some of the terms I just mentioned are topics I have talked about in previous shows. I think all of us can see examples of these things happening on a daily basis. Let me remind you about some recent events. 
On January 6, 2021, we saw a peaceful protest turn into a riot due to a small group of agitators such as Ray Epps and what many believe to be a number of embedded FBI operatives. A peaceful crowd of patriots was manipulated into going into a restricted area and entering the Capitol building. As a result, unarmed patriots were killed by overzealous police officers, which were also caught up in the madness. This was labeled as an insurrection. <laughs> I and many others believe the purpose of this Kristallnacht event was to prevent the investigation of a fraudulent election make examples out of some good people, and to turn public opinion against the spirit of the MAGA movement. Then there was the incident in which George Floyd, a drug-addicted criminal, was supposedly killed by Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin when it appeared that Officer Chauvin had his knee on George Floyd's neck. We are told that George Floyd was choked to death. I think, we all think, this could have been handled better. The choking diagnosis is in question, and it is thought by many that George Floyd actually died of a drug overdose, yet Officer Chauvin is still in jail. What happened after this were mass protests that turned into riots in which businesses owned by black people were looted and burned down. The people that had nothing to do with any of this were assaulted and killed. These riots were said to be mostly peaceful by a compliant state-run media. In a grand gesture of groupthink, empathy, and collective effervescence, what to, be, to me seemed like a royal funeral was held for the drug-addicted criminal George Floyd, in which it was televised by all the major networks. The only thing missing were the golden horse-drawn carriages and soldiers dressed like nutcrackers leading the procession. Who knows, maybe this induced a much-needed social contagion of closure to the mind-numb masses. <laughs> Most recently, we see the protests for Israel and for Palestine. This, is, this all started because of a violent group of Hamas terrorists invaded Israel and murdered innocent civilians, which included men, women, children, and even babies. In response, the Israeli Defense Force, better known as the IDF, is now attacking Hamas strongholds in the Gaza Strip. You would think this would be justified since Israel is defending itself from further attacks on its people. Yet the narrative being pushed by the media is that Jews are evil and need to stop their genocide against Palestinians. Unfortunately, Hamas uses human shields and hides in civilian neighborhoods, in schools, and under hospitals. I once heard a term that says, war is hell, and unfortunately, in a war, wherever the enemy is becomes a legitimate target. It is a war. And in a war, innocent people unfortunately die. Like many other situations we've witnessed over the past few years, this event has exposed who people really are and the failings of some of our American institutions. In this case, it would be the sad situation in our so-called institutions of higher learning. We're seeing how anti-Semitic college professors have been indoctrinating their students rather than educating them in the art of critical thinking. We seem to now have a generation of young people that no longer read. As a matter of fact, it is possible that their reading skills are very limited due to a dumbed-down, government-run educational system. And I believe this is intentional. 
This generation gets all their knowledge from hearsay, three-minute TikTok videos, politically biased propaganda, and the latest deepfake video to be liked and shared on social media. Earlier this week, we had tens of thousands of rabid young pro-Palestinian protesters in Washington, D.C., carrying around huge commercially made flags, banners, and signs chanting, From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. (laughs) When one of the people chanting this slogan was asked, What river are you referring to? The woman momentarily took a pause from her rage-induced psychosis to realize that she had no idea what river It was simply a slogan she had been told to chant with the rest of the mob. I'm sure she has no idea what the slogan means at all. One one woman didn't even know the name of the country she is so passionate about and was calling it Palestine. Does anybody wonder who paid for all the signs or how such a huge protest was organized? It's hard to organize even a small protest. I should know. I've organized a couple myself. And commercially made signs cost a lot of money. We typically get use markers and we get poster board and we make our own signs. Later in the evening, a violent group of these pro-Palestinian protesters for peace stormed the DNC headquarters and assaulted the cops that were there to maintain order. In a time of Chinese-controlled TikTok short attention spans, young people that no longer read anything longer than headline, biased mainstream news, a corrupt government that is entrenched with corporate oligarchs, and an ever-growing secular culture. Is it any wonder how our world is blowing up around us? The enemies of our freedom know exactly how to destroy our country, to make way for the globalist agenda of the New World Order. They know that social contagion is a weakness in many people that can be exploited and used as a divide-and-conquer tactic. You know, black against white, gay against straight, Palestinian versus Israeli, pro-life or pro-choice, white privilege, white supremacists, colonizers. (sighs) This is not just a fight going on in the United States, unfortunately. It is happening all over the world. And the real war started with the scamdemic, the destruction of our election system, the weaponization of three-letter agencies, the attack on small business owners, making people believe that an emergency justifies violating one's personal liberty, and the idea that Constitution and oath of office are not absolute. The globalists are also using the love of money and power as a means of manipulating the useful idiots. I want to conclude with a verse from 1 Timothy, chapter 6, verse 10. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which, while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. There you go. That leaves us a lot to talk about today. And there's a ton of stuff in the news, too. A lot of things happening. I've got a couple of guests in the studio with me. I've got Stella with me, as usual. Hey, Stella, how's it going today? I haven't decided yet. The show just started. I usually decide towards the end how it's going. 
There we go. Adjusted your camera so that you're in better view. I had a taller person sitting in that chair last time, I believe. With a bigger head. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the yeah. headphones are huge. <laughs> so, uh, and then I've got uh, a lady that I'm friends with that actually does my personal taxes for me. Her name's Patty Alexander from PB's Professional Services LLC in Moriarty, New Mexico. How's it going, Patty? Uh, it's going okay. How about yourself? Pretty good. So, um, what do you guys think about that open? What, I, what's your op- op- what's your opening thoughts on that? That the whole country, the whole world has gone totally insane. Everything's upside down, like you said, and all these paid protesters. It makes you wonder who is paying them. Like you said, all those are very expensive. When we do have our little protests, we come, go to the Dollar Tree and buy our little you know, <laughs> signs and the markers, and we put our, our message out there. And it's you know not that expensive. You could go with 20 bucks and get a lot of good signs, maybe yeah. a flag or two. Yeah. But these are professional signs. You they know, are like, professional mm-hmm. signs, and, and those things flags. cost money. A lot of money. George Soros. Well, that's, you know, George Soros, uh, certain NGOs that the money is filtered through Mm -hmm. from people like George Soros. Um, And and not only that, but the thing that really got my attention, we had tens of thousands of these people show up down there. And, you know, how do they organize a protest like this? I, I how does this happen? I don't know. They get paid. They, get, yeah, yeah. they go to training classes. <laughs> yeah, there's actually, there. there's a, I, a documentary I was watching, and I can't remember if it's Candace Owens or who did the documentary, but it was talking about how people basically are trained to create these protests and to bring other people in. They don't even know what they're protesting for. All they know is they're getting paid to do it. Yeah, doesn't matter. Or what do you want, a, what do you want me an, to say? Yeah, or they have an excuse <clears throat> that they can go out and break the law and, and not pay any consequences. Yeah. You know, and, and the difference with these people is these, these what I believe are paid protesters. I think you're right there. And I even talked about paid protesters one time. There's websites you can go to and you can apply to be a paid protester. There and they you, will, there you go. And yeah. I believe they even bus you to wherever the protest is going to be. They bring in busloads of these people. Well, and they people. even supply the bricks. <laughs> yes, the bricks. They supply the bricks. You know, I, I mentioned that before. That was uh, that was in New York, correct? Where they had the pallets of bricks. Was it New York or where was it? Uh, well, it wasn't just New York, but there was also that town. Uh, I think it was the town that George Floyd came from. Yeah. Whenever they went down throughout there and just was completely dis- demolishing these these businesses, you know, BLM was like you know Black Lives Matter. However. Whenever you see you, you have people asking them, well, how come you're not doing anything to help educate or help the younger kids, or you know that's in your neighborhoods, or why are you destroying businesses of these minorities in your neighborhoods? Oh, well, that's not what we're all about. We only come out whenever the whenever we want to go after police officers. Wow, wow, and you know, here's the thing too. I and I've mentioned this before about the pallets of bricks. Okay. Bricks, certain bricks can only bought, be bought from certain vendors, you know, and there's only certain people that can develop, can deliver a pallet of bricks. You know, you have to have a truck that's capable to. So was there any investigation done as to far as where those bricks came from? Not that I know of. No. Nope. Were any of those people arrested or investigated? Were, were, was there geodata on their phone utilized to track them down? Was, was cameras that are everywhere used to, to track down? I mean, they're certainly doing this 
for people that were just walking around the Capitol on January 6th of yeah. 2021. Mm-hmm. They're using they're they're utilizing every resource possible to track these people, and they're still doing it. Yeah, they're still doing it. Well, didn't you think it was? A lot of people said, oh, they attacked the DNC. Give me a break. I think that's just a little uh, sympathizer thing for the DNC. So Because lately, just the conservative Republicans have been getting hit left and right with all this sort of insanity and you know prosecuting them and torturing us. Well, that's they, the only ones they want to prosecute are the conservatives. Yeah, they but, don't care about any of these others. They're, they basically, I mean, I've even, I remember even... Um, Oh, who was it? One of the idiots in Washington, D.C. There's a lot of those. Yeah. Can you narrow it yeah, down hard. to which well, one? I, I'm trying to remember the name, but there's so many to choose from. Yes. Even coming out and saying that, you know, they have every right to protest. And, you know, and, and what was it? Maxine Waters was telling people to get in their faces. and Yeah, that's it. Form a crowd. Mm-hmm. Let them know that they're not welcome. You know, yeah. form up a crowd. Go after them at gas stations. Go after them at restaurants. And yet... She was not ever charged with inciting violence. I mean, that sounds like violence to me. What if somebody would have been killed? It could yeah. have happened. What yeah. if a Republican had said that? Yeah, if a Republican had said that, they'd be sitting in jail right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, they would. For or years. Or any conservative, anybody that goes against their agenda would be sitting in jail right now. You know, or, or, or Chuckle Schumer, you know, standing in front of the Supreme Court uh, threatening Gorsuch. Gorsuch, there's going to be a whirlwind. We're coming after you. It's like, there's going to be a price to pay. Yet, he wasn't investigated. No. He wasn't accused of being an insurrectionist. I mean, that's threatening violence against the Supreme Court. That's right. But still, I'm talking about they they attacked the DNC and they were trying to get there. The police are trying to stop them, uh, which is not what they did for January 6th anyway. But I think this it's a ploy that they did attacking the DNC so that they, they'll say, well, just not the conservatives are victims. We're victims, too, now. And, you know, that's the other thing is I get so sick and tired of them, you know, especially when, like, for instance, whenever there's some psychopath that decides they want to go shoot up a school or something and they want to go after law-abiding gun owners Mm -hmm. just simply because they want to control every aspect of our life. And that's what this all boils down to. They, They... Bring they have these these rioters and stuff that they they pay to go out and co- create these riots, just so that in the background they're hiding exactly what they're doing and coming up behind you and basically ripping away our rights right and left and people are just sitting there letting it happen because mm-hmm. they're too busy paying attention to what's on social media or the media instead of investigating what's going on in the background. Well, you know the problem is is that everything today has been reduced to a soundbite. You know, I, I've had people tell me before it's like well becca you know your monologues are just too long it's like well i have a lot to say it's a three-hour show i'm the host Mm -hmm. so i mean i could talk for three hours if i wanted to i don't need to have guests in the studio but but i think it's more interesting when i have guests in the studio and get different perspectives Mm -hmm. you know and that's why i do it but you know that's the problem and i think that I think literally, I don't think they want young people nowadays to be able to read. You know, just like the requirement to learn cursive apparently got taken away. Yeah. Oh, we got an incoming caller. What do you know? Oh, it's our friend Tamara. Mm-hmm. Let's bring Tamara on. Hey, Tamara, what's going on? Okay. okay. There, I think it was Tuesday. I tried just checking the live streamers and 
I couldn't see the day on their thing. Um, but there was 200,000 people in D.C. for Israel right. and America, but mostly for Israel. No violence whatsoever. No damage to buildings, property, nothing at yeah. all. Yeah. Probably no trash. Heck, heck, when they swept through there, they probably cleaned the place up, and it's cleaner than it was to start with. I mean, because that's the way conservatives right. are. It's like, oh, somebody left some trash. I'm going to pick that up. I'll find a way to properly dispose of that. Um, you know, no cops but being beat I up. Very, nope. I was very happy that, you know, our side finally showed up because the other side has been out there since the day of the attack with yeah. all their millions of flags, Palestinian flags. So I was very glad that our side showed up. Um, but <laughs> all of those people out there, I mean, I watched a few of my live streamers uh, that were out there, so they had a few different, and then I watched a few of the other live streamers. Um, well, Ben Burkwan was out there, America's Voice News, News to Share. I watched Ben, of course. I watched some of the other uh, independent Media is like news to share in them, although news to share is kind of on both sides. Uh, Ford Fisher is. And you could see there was definitely around 200,000 people there. Well, there was tons. But so how do you think, how, Tamara, how do you saw, think that, how do you think that that got organized? How do you think that many people got organized? Actually, from what I, from I, what I saw, it, it was like all over all types of media saying that people were going to be getting together in D.C. So maybe it was just a general idea that people had. And they said, oh, let's well, go to D.C. I know on J6, we got Texas on our phone. Yeah. And that's how they got so many people there, J6. Okay. You know, the thing I found I interesting and, and all my friends got a text. You don't typically see this with conservatives, but I was lo- watching the crowd, all these tens of thousands of these pro-Palestinian people walking around all with commercially made signs, huge banners. I mean, which those banners cost a lot of money um, and commercially and made. Si- they were all the same. All the signs were the same. Yeah. So there was one vendor they were getting them from, and each one of those commercially made signs, I mean, it costs some money. So I just kind of wonder who paid for all that stuff, who organized buying all of that commercially made stuff. Well, and all the huge Palestinian flags. Right. And our our people that were for Israel, there was there was one or two big Israel flags. They all have the little baby teeny flags. Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, it was hard to get the Israel flags. And I didn't see Palestine or Israel. I don't see none of those flags in the stores. But 200,000 people, very few, had a big Israel flag. Right. Right. Um, And then when the China leader came, why is our American soldiers... I call him President Eleven. Why is our American soldiers holding the Chinese flag? Oh, they were? I didn't see that. 
Yeah. You know, the thing that got me about um, the, the where president... Where they went into the building, where, wait, 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 Yeah. where the Chinese leader's car purposely made this, one of the soldiers move or else they would have been hit by the car. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, the thing that got I mean, me the is that... the car was only that, going five miles per hour. Is but, Gavin Gavin Newsom... Uh, San Francisco, which is a total crap hole now, thanks literally. to Gavin. Uh-huh. Yeah, literally, thanks to Newsom and and Pelosi and 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 all of these idiots that have let that town just literally go to crap over the past several years. They they come in, they sweep away all the homeless people. I don't know where they went. I mean, who <laughs> knows? I mean. They'll probably not be missed wherever they went. Um, they get rid of all the homeless people. They get rid of all the tents. I see all the all the you know the clutter and 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 the, and the trash left behind by these people just piled up, just piled up clothes and garbage and all kinds of stuff piled up on the sidewalks. And I'm seeing them come along and just shovel that stuff up and get rid of it. And then I'm seeing the, the people go through with the street sweepers and, and the guys with the power washers, power power washing the crap and the, and the piss off the sidewalks. Um, and all so that President Xi can show up to a San Francisco that looks pristine and nice. And and Gavin mm-hmm. Newsom, they ask him about. Well, yeah, you know, you're asking me if I if we did this because you know we got a. I think he said something about an, a foreign a dignitary, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, foreign dictator <laughs> coming coming to the city. Well, yeah, we that, that is why we're doing it. But the, well, let's you know we we were going to do that anyway. It's like yeah, right, yeah, right, and you know. Well, they clean them up here. Like when Biden came here, they clean them up here. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, what yeah. what do they do with yeah. all these people when they just kind of sweep them off the streets along with all their clutter? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know what people. they do with them. They took them temporarily oh, to the war zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they were. Yeah. And then, and then also, I was um, I got on the replay of uh, Freedom Corner there at the Gulag, Mickey and Nicole Riffett and Tammy and all them. Um, and I don't know what session it was, but they're in the Capitol and the government buildings and the courthouses all day. Yeah. Um, so they know what's going on in DC. Right. I mean, they're there to go to the J6ers courts to be in the courtroom to support them. Um, of course, but they're also all over those buildings all the time. So they know what's going on. And they didn't say the session or what was going on. And I don't know what the news showed or if they showed anything. But Mickey and them were laughing like crazy um, during their Freedom Quarter vigil that they do every night for the J6ers. Yeah. And uh, I guess inside wherever they were having the session, Congress, I think it was on Tuesday also, I think. I don't know what the whole deal was, but they were going at each other's throats. I mean, McCarthy even hit some guy or elbowed him in the kidneys or something. McCarthy had his security guards, and the Busher guy didn't. And McCarthy did that to him. I don't know why. 
but all kinds of them. They were chasing each other down the halls and all kinds of things. It, they really? were all in, losing their minds. In Congress, they were doing that? Yeah, they were losing their minds. I don't know what it was about. They, wow. I don't think they said. They were just laughing and saying that whatever session that was that they had, or whatever time of the day, right. they were in Congress, and they were all losing their minds with each other. All right, Tammy, i got to let you go. Got the break coming up. Thanks for calling in. Okay. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Bye. All right. So you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. We'll be right back in a little bit. I want to talk about, I got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk about uh, Elise Stefanik has filed an ethics complaint against that goofy judge that uh, is, you know, presiding over Trump's trial. Anyway, that we'll be right Somebody did something. No kidding. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. I'd like to tell you about where I take my own car for general auto repairs. Gennaro's Auto, located at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast in Albuquerque, can take care of all your general auto repair needs with fast, friendly, honest service at the lowest price in town. Gennaro's can handle anything from tune-ups and electrical repairs to a total engine swap. Y también hablamos español. Give Gennaro a call at 804-8750 or just stop by their shop at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers and closed trailers and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast in Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? 
I'm Floyd Cisco with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. The number, if you want to call in and join the conversation, is 505-444-5059. We'd love to hear from you. So we're talking about all this craziness going on in the world, and we're talking about the craziness that was been going on in Washington, D.C. over this past week. I'm trying to decide where it's crazier in Washington and the courts or out on the streets. Everything's crazy. Crazy. Everywhere. Everywhere. And I think people have just completely lost their minds. Yeah. Well, it would seem that way. And I think a lot of this, and and I've talked about this on on the radio for almost three years now, in which people are um, 
kind of like what I was talking about, the social contagion thing, in which people are just simply following the crowd and doing things like the woman, you know, screaming, you know, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And then the guy comes, the journalist comes along and asks her, what, what river are you talking about? Well, she had no idea. Mm-hmm. Why? Because she's just going along with the crowd. It's probably the fad. It's the cool thing to do. Well, everybody else is protesting, so I'm going to get out and protest, too. Um, uh, yeah, that's what I think. It's like going along with the crowd. Yeah. That, that Often that's what people do. And, you know, these terms, these psychological terms, which I mentioned, I did some, I was listening to the radio the, the other day, and there was a host that mentioned that term social contagion. And it's like, oh, that sounds interesting. I'm going to do some research on social contagion, see what that is. Because it seems like we're seeing a lot of that. Yeah. You know, like during the height of the scandemic, we had people that were going along, basically became agents of the state, and they were enforcing mask mandates and, and all this, this other nonsense. They were treating their customers like garbage. And the thing is, is that mentality never went away. No, it's still prevalent today. Yeah. People now have the idea that it's okay to treat people like crap. Um, with no consequences. You know what makes me laugh? When they come out there and try to be one of these liberals that comes and try to tell you what you do and how to act and how they don't like the way you're mm-hmm. acting, all you have to do is turn on them and look at them with a dirty look or attack them right back and they'll back off right away. They just want to see if you'll give in to their wishes or, or their thoughts or whatever. They're, they, you don't have to. You, if you no. just turn on them, they get really scared. They get really scared if you turn well, on them. Well, it's easy to hide behind a keyboard and make comments about people and put people down and call them all kinds of nasty names or wish harm up on them. But whenever you actually get to them face-to-face, it's like, um... Yeah, I, I had, say that. Yeah. It's like, what? what? I don't know I what you're talking about. But we have a lot of keyboard warriors. We, we do. Mm-hmm. We do. And, you know, I, I still remember during the scandemic, one of the places I'll no longer do business with, Costco. Um, I used to love going to Costco. I miss Costco, but I'll never go back because they were a bunch of acting like a bunch of Nazis during the scandemic. And there was this, you know, tiny little woman that comes up to me. And I, I'm told by people, I don't quite understand why this is. I'm told by a lot of people that I'm intimidating. And it's like, well, okay, I don't, I don't know why I'm intimidating. I'm, I'm really a pretty nice person. But, you know, but when somebody comes along and they, and they, and they push me like that and they come along and, and this tiny little woman comes up to me, and it's like, you've got to wear a mask. Otherwise, you just can't shop in here. And it's like, and then I, I just kind of stood up to her and said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it. Why? Because I don't want to. I don't want to wear a mask. I'm not going to do it. I'm not like mm-hmm. these other sheeple idiots that are standing around here all looking, oh, and their, their mouth is covered, and they they got their mask on, and they're standing around doing nothing, and they're complying, and they're doing what they're told. And so I stood up to her, and then she started crying. <laughs> and, 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 and I had somebody with me that was streaming this on social media while this was all going on, and people attacked me. Oh, well, you made her cry. It's like, you're such an awful person. No, she's an awful person. I just stood up to her. And you're a exactly, bully. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm a, you're a bully. You're, yeah, you're, you're, you're a bad person. Anyway, it's like, whatever. You know? No, I mean, she, she's the nasty person, and I'm the first person that come along and, and, and stood up to her and told her no. Yeah, and you know, even though, even though I'm a, a shorty myself, it's like, I, I wouldn't stand. I told him that I'm not going to wear a mask. And I, even if I wanted to, I have a medical issue. I can't in the first place. I, w- I didn't even, couldn't even get any health care because I literally cannot wear a mask yeah. into a doctor's office. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I a, can't wear a mask because I can't shut up. Yeah. And that's what a mask was intended to do is shut you up. Well, yeah. It's, I mean, it's basically yeah. to, to, to sit there and say, we don't want to see your facial expressions. Yeah, we don't want to see and you. And there's video evidence out there that these masks don't work anyways. They it's don't. Like, it's like all it is is just to control. And people allow fear to control every aspect of their life. It's well, like kind of like the thing I mentioned, uh, and, and this has got me really, really thinking, that thing I mentioned in my opening monologue about the the uh, syndrome in which everybody at this place thought they were sick. A few people maybe really got sick, and then this fear spread throughout the place, and everybody mm-hmm. else thought they were sick, and it was all psychosomatic. They weren't really sick at all. It was all psychological, literally all in their heads. Exactly. And it kind of makes me think about... What happened during the scandemic and all the fear mongering and the and and the the flashing road signs and the bulletin boards and the commercials and you know it it really got to me the other day I actually went and saw that new movie After Death which was really really good you guys if you haven't seen it you need to go see it, to see it yeah. yeah you should go see it uh, really really good it's another one by Angel Studios that came out and even during that show in which they are completely pro-freedom Angel Mm -hmm. Studios is, the theater managed to stick in a commercial pushing the jab. Now, and the thing is, is the jab doesn't work anyways. No, it doesn't. It, and there's there's a few doesn't. doctors that have, you know, talked to their friends. They won't come out and speak publicly because otherwise they lose their licenses that have stated that most of the hospitalizations are people that got the jab. They basically, uh, people allowed themselves to become lab rats during that scandemic. Mm-hmm. Because it was, to this day, the jab still has not been FDA approved. To this no, day. No, It was approved for emergency release, but it was has never been approved for medical Well, and use. there are literally hearings going on in Congress right now, and they have been going on for quite some time, reviewing all of these adverse events reports of all these people that are injured by the vax, people that have died from the vax, all the blood clots, all the all the all the really nasty stuff that's going on. And what do they call and, it? Huh? Sudden adult death syndrome. Sudden well, adult and, death well, syndrome. Well I mean look at how many people in Hollywood we've even lost just all of a sudden this year how oh, many yeah. of them are dropping dead that are not even old. You yeah. know, they're like around, you know, in their 30s to 50s yeah. range, you know, I mean, in all, I mean, I see these people right and left, it seems like even they're dropping dead because they allowed themselves to be controlled by Hollywood saying that if you want to keep your job and you want to keep making millions of dollars, you have to get the job. Yeah. So apparently there is a price to your bodily autonomy to some people, mm-hmm. you know, which which gets me these people that have been for years chanting this bull crap about how uh, my body, my choice. Well, no, they don't really do that nonsense because they're not out there speaking out against this. Mm-hmm. It's like, I look at it this way. If you want to volunteer your body to science and you want to be a scientific experiment and you want to have some untested crap injected into your arm, Knock yourself out. Go for it. I am not going to stop you from doing it. You can do it if you want to, but don't try to be all, you know, uh, what's the what, virtue signaling like, oh, well, I got it. And it's like, it, it just, it still gets me how ridiculous people were acting mm-hmm. about, I've never seen anything like this before, where people were all proud. Oh, look at this. I got, I got the jabs. Like, Did really? That- have and you that, tried the magnet test yet? Yeah, right. <laughs> and, you know, and the funny thing is, is there were tests done on that in which 
they became magnetic everywhere, which exposed the lie about this thing that it stays local to that area. No, it travels all over your body. It gets into your brain. It gets into your reproductive organs. There's this huge rise in infant mortality going on right now. Mm -hmm. People having, you know, dead babies. Um, All of this stuff is going on. And this is being discussed in Congress. And yet places like Regal Cinemas is still running commercials, pushing something which they know is hurting and killing people. And other people are pushing. It's like, what is wrong with you people all need to be sued. You all need to be sued for encouraging people to be hurt. Well, I think the pharmaceutical companies need to pay. Yes, These they pharmaceutical do. companies should be paying. Well, they made not... they made millions off the people. Exactly. Why, sh- why shouldn't they pay? Well, exactly. they were given immunity. You remember that? Uh, oh, correct? I know. That's the yeah. one thing that ticked me off the most yeah. is that yeah. they gave these pharmaceutical companies immunity against any type of prosecution. And but you can still. I mean, what about your employers that are forcing it? They should what, be. They know? should be sued too. Exactly. What about the states and the you know, mm-hmm. and the governments that's are, that's enforcing that basically push this? I mean, can you imagine the class action lawsuit? How many people could come forward on this? It's like, I, I knew this was coming. That's why I was like, there's no way in God's green earth I am ever going to have some type of metal put into my body. Well, and then they make statements like, well, you know, I think it's all about population control myself. And they said, well, not enough people died from this first one. So we're going to release this new virus that's stronger and more deadly. And it will sell you another vaccine for that. And here's the thing about this this whole deal to begin with is it... They they only talked about deaths, and I would tell people that I would talk to, if you let's okay let's say you look at these deaths, look at how many quote unquote positives. If you look at how many quote unquote positives there's, every single person in the state of New Mexico has already had it. So how come we're not all dead? Right. And if you take the number of deaths divided into the number of people that are positive, it's still less than one percent. The injection is deadlier than what the virus is. I've had it twice. And I'm still kicking, and I have a heart condition. Yeah. I have I have respiratory issues, and I'm still kicking. You know, Patty, I honestly don't know how many times I've had it. I know I had it back uh, in um, December of 2019, because I know it lasted for like five weeks. It just kept lingering and on. I had this dry cough that wouldn't go away. I finally went to my doctor. I got I got some Z pack. I took I took vitamin D. I took vitamin C. I took zinc. All that kind of stuff. And it and once he gave me the Z pack, bang, it was gone in a day. Yeah. And the, the and, cough subsided in a few days. And the other one of the things that really got me to question it is whenever you found because at the very beginning, very very beginning, whenever this whole thing started. The first things that they said is that children are not being adversely affected, nor were pregnant women. And then all of a sudden now, they're pushing injections on children and pregnant women. And women are having miscarriages. You're like, oh, yeah, it's safe. It's like, how do you know it's safe? It's never been tested. Every animal study test that's been done on it, the animals have all died. Do you guys not pay attention to the actual science out there? You're just listening to the political science. You're allowing fear. You're allowing the government to tell you what to do with your body. And this goes even against the Nuremberg Code. I it mean, does. come on. Well, it goes, it goes against the Nuremberg Code in a number of ways. And one of the ones that's the most important, and recently the CDC 
was it the CDC or the FDA? It might have been the FDA. Came out and said, "Oh no, no, no! We weren't we weren't telling people they couldn't have ivermectin. We weren't telling people they couldn't have hydroxychloroquine. Yes, you were exactly. You were, and you know they even put out on their website, you know, a picture of a horse and somebody. You are not a horse. You know, don't take ivermectin. It's like, yeah, they were putting out these lies, and because of their recommendations, people were putting policies in place. Doctors were threatened. Uh, it, all people were being threatened. People that were in the military were being threatened. Mm-hmm. Employees were being threatened. And now they're coming out. Oh no! It was just a recommendation. It's like we never said you couldn't take ivermectin. There, it's even out right now that oh yeah, ivermectin is fine. Here's the thing that violated the Nuremberg Code. According to the Nuremberg Code, if there is an alternative treatment, they cannot get an emergency use authorization. That's why they lied about that. Exactly. And, and the truth of the matter is, a lot of people were making billions of dollars. Drug companies were making billions of dollars. We're seeing now how obvious it is how politicians are completely in bed with big corporations. Mm-hmm. I mean, drug companies, uh, military contractors, all of that kind of stuff. And all of this stuff, in my opinion, all fits together. These 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 ongoing wars. This is why they had to get rid of Trump. Trump. There was pretty much peace in the world during Trump. Trump was not good for business. He was not good for these politicians that are on the take, in which they're getting kickbacks from from you know military contracts. They're they're doing insider trading. They're buying stocks. They're making policies based on what stocks they're going to buy. I mean, this is so out in the open now and. Yet this herd mentality that I was talking about, this this social contagion, the mass hysteria, all of that kind of stuff was going on. People were running out because they were stared to death. There are people to this day that are still wearing a stupid, useless mask because they are so terrified and traumatized that they think if they take off that mask in public and they're around other people that they're going to die from the Rona. They really believe this garbage, Mm -hmm. and it's been a lie right from the beginning. I probably just got kicked completely off of YouTube just now. (laughs) That's okay. I heard the thump. Yeah, (laughs) click. Yeah, Yeah. I don't care, YouTube. Kick me off. I don't give a crap. I'm I'm, I'm speaking the truth here. These are simply facts that I am pointing out. And, you know, one of the things I follow, I I follow along with the frontline doctors on on, uh, on, uh, Telegram. Dr. Simone Gold. Yeah, um, I, I met her in person. I actually, she was, she gave a presentations at presentation at the um, uh, Legacy Church right. in Albuquerque. Did you go to that one? No, I didn't even know about yeah, it. Yeah, it was I, really good. I, I interviewed her. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, when did. did you do that? Uh, when she went to the location off of Eubank, it was a church also. I don't think it was Legacy, but she was there and with her bus and all the people. And she was a burst of sunshine. I mean, I really enjoy talking to her. Yeah. But yeah, I interviewed her and she said they're just tricking everybody. And that's the thing is, and I don't remember what the gal's name was, but I know she was a foreign doctor that was that was basically speaking publicly about how they were threatening her license and stuff mm-hmm. because they don't want these doctors they was not allowing doctors to treat their patients mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons i started really questioning what exactly was going on and well, then uh, whenever i learned about the 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 pandemic video which is very difficult to find and i learned a lot about dr fauci in that pandemic video it's like I, he and then i got to thinking you know whenever the aids virus came out back in the 80s he used exactly the same terminology back then, not to breathe the same air as these people, because we don't know what they're dealing with. I'll bet you ten to one he created the, he he did the same um, gain of function on on the AIDS virus. Yeah, that's what they said that that he was the promoter of that. Yeah, 
And, I mean, and, he's. I mean, and, and he's still there. Like you, you yeah. know, like all this trust and faith that they have in him. Why, when he's already proven himself a criminal? Yeah, he's like, well, if you don't believe in me, you don't believe in science. It's like I may not believe in mad science. That's about the one I don't believe. Well, in. he is science, you know. He's a mad scientist. <laughs> he's not real science. He's according, a mad scientist. According to him, if you insult uh, what uh, you know, if you question anything, you're insulting him because he is science. He came out. I, that guy is such so full of himself. He is a weasel. Yes, he is. And then the experiments that he was doing on those poor dogs and stuff, it's like, oh, this guy is pure evil. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sticking their heads in a box that was full of uh, some kind of biting insects or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he has done some, you know, where is PETA going after this guy? I mean, he he's like a mad scientist. He, he, he does some really horrible experiments on animals that, in my opinion, are unnecessary. And, you know, here's my other thought is is whenever all this stuff started happening, I started putting some stuff together myself. Even Gates back in the mid-80s, whenever he started buying into pharmaceutical companies, it's like now I know why he was buying into these pharmaceutical companies. Because him and Fauci, I believe, are in bed together. Oh, I think they are, too. I mean, whenever he's – he's whenever Gates You think saying, literally that's a really scary thing? Well, it could be. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe that's why his wife Visual. left him. I don't know. Visual. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get that out of my head. I'm kind of sorry I even thought of that. Really? <laughs> well, I think uh, Gates was using these third world countries as part of his laboratory, his his experiments. Him and Fauci, I believe, were using the, that whenever he was saying that he was buying into pharmaceuticals to help vaccinate the world kind of stuff against all these diseases. I think he was using these third world countries now as experiments. Like South Africa? Mm-hmm. Like Ukraine? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know? The bio labs in Ukraine, you know, yeah. the Russians have for the longest time their 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 uh, defense uh, department. I can't remember what their the official name of the of the Russian military is, but they were talking about how they wanted to go into Ukraine and get get rid of these these bio labs that are, were funded by the United States and they were producing biological weapons mm-hmm. and they wanted to go after them. And it's turning out that that's true. Yeah. You know, the facts of that have come out. It's true. They weren't lying about that. And, you know, for the longest time, Putin has been referring to uh, Sleepy Creepy Joe as as a tyrant and a fascist. Well, you know, it's not really Biden. It's actually Obama 2.0 that we're dealing with right now. The only reason I'm I'm convinced that they want wanted Biden in there is because Biden doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Mm-hmm. Obama wanted to be in office again, and this is his way of being in office again. I guarantee because he if you look at it, Biden brought all of Obama's people back, and this is the same kind of stuff that Obama was trying to do when during his time in office that he was pushing. And you, I'll, you, I'll, you, I'll I'll bet you ten to one that because now all of a sudden you hear about you hear Obama all the time. He was quiet during the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. Now he's all over the place. He's all over media and interviewing and all this other stuff. And he bought a house in the D.C. area, and he hasn't, yeah. he hasn't ever really left. No. And another one in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. So, yeah, he's banking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one of the interviews, speaking of him being a puppet and not knowing what he's doing, uh, he picks, not during his interviews, he picks one of the reporters, and they ask him a question, and he answers it from cards. Mm-hmm. So it's all... You know, well, it's all written out for him because he, he can't he can't do anything for himself. No, literally. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at one of his older photos. He has blue eyes. 
his newer photos now, all of a sudden he's got brown eyes. There you are. I keep telling Vicka that. Oh, really? That, yeah, mm-hmm. that it's not him. Uh, I, it's not him. It's, it's like a, I think it's like one, a lookalike. The one that's falling down off the plane, that's him. The one that pooped in his pants in, in front of the queen, that's him. The one that farts in front of it, that's him. But the one that stands up and talks and makes sense and doesn't need the little prompter cards and all that, that's not him. And and artificial intelligence can change all that. We already oh, yeah. know this, you know. So I'm convinced there's three or four of him. Well, we got the deep fake stuff going on now too. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you know, I, I talked about the deep fakes. Uh, I've been talking about that. That technology has gotten so good that any kid on his computer at home in the in his mommy's basement can create these deep fakes. So you got to be really, really careful about what you believe nowadays from from anything, and. You know, like what's coming up with the 2024 election, there are people talking about there that they believe that deep fakes are really, really going to play a big part in this upcoming election. Oh, yeah. And I think that's true. Mm-hmm. I do, too. Gotta be. I mean, I think they're going to try to make Trump look like he's saying things that are totally off the wall. Well, they did it with Tucker Carlson. They did. Yeah. Did I didn't see that one? What did they I do with Tucker Carlson? I, I, they what they had they and I, I'm going to try and remember who it was that brought it up. I, uh, but they basically had created a video of him saying stuff that was totally off the wall that he never said, and it was right before they fired him from Fox News because he wasn't backing down from yeah, and so now he's on. Which I was kind of surprised that he went onto YouTube instead of Rumble, but well, he's on Twitter now. Yeah, he's on Twitter. Yeah. He uh, he did like, I think just the other day, he did like his 39th episode uh, with um, Candace Owens. Apparently she's under attack now, too. From she's somebody. been under attack a lot cause, because she's a, she's a black conservative woman and they don't like her. They don't like her speaking the truth. I love listening to her talk. Oh, I do, too. I do, too. You know, it's like I, w- I watched her, her documentary that she did about the um, big scam and it was all about BLM. And it was kind of surprising some of the stuff that she even brought out in that in that documentary. Yeah. So, and this whole attack on Trump, they cannot let Trump get back into office. That would be like the worst thing that could happen to them. It would right cut now. into their income. I mean, cut into their income. I mean, you got so many things going on here at the same time. It's hard to keep track of it all. You know, it's like a game of whack-a-mole. It's like, you know, you got the big corporate oligarchs that are making tons of money. You've got the lying uh, media, which, you know, the media lies when I was talking about the shots. I mean, they're still lying about it because they have corporate sponsors. Exactly. And they got to make their corporate sponsors. You know, people like Pfizer and stuff like that are sponsoring these movie theaters and these pol- and, and, and different different people. And so they have to run their advertisements and push the lie. Mm-hmm. Because if they and and not only that, but news news companies that are sponsored by these big pharmaceutical companies, if they come out and speak out against them, well, then they could lose their sponsorship. Yeah. So you know, news. I don't know news. From what I remember hearing, I hear remember somebody talking about news. How it didn't you news used to be one of these things that a network would have. It was a loss item. They weren't making any money off of it. But now it's news for profit. Mm-hmm. Which you can't believe a damn thing they're saying anymore. No, uh-uh. No. So this latest thing, Elise Stefanik, I, you know, I, I kind of like her um, in Congress. She's been fighting 
for years now. I mean, she just came out of nowhere, and it's like, wow, this little lady really just knows how to kick some butt. I mean, she's really going after him. Well, she has filed an ethics complaint against that idiot judge that's that's presiding over that New York civil fraud case against Trump, which is ridiculous because right. it's it's the most – it's the biggest nothing burger ever, and yet they're trying to make a big deal out of it. And we've mentioned it. We mentioned it like last week, how his daughter, Ivanka, got brought in, and, and the kids are being criticized because they uh, they offered to uh, to throw in their assets to help out with getting loans. It's like it's a family business. It's a corporation. They're all officers of the corporation. What's wrong with that? Why are they trying to demonize this? Because if they if they allow Trump in office again, then you know people are going to start waking up to what's what's actually been going on. Yeah, I mean he's he's getting even. Whenever they did that that uh, uh, case in Georgia for now, he has more black supporters than what he's had in the past. I bet you anything that he's thinking to himself, why didn't I drain more of the swamp when I had the chance? Yeah. Why didn't I get all these people out? You know. While I had a chance, well, when he comes back, I think he's coming back with a vengeance, and mm-hmm. he will get rid of you know. That's why they can't have him back. No, you know he, go- he doesn't give in to their propagandas. He doesn't. He's he's not viable. He's the only politician that I know of that gave his salary away. That's right. Not made millions and millions off of it. Matter of fact, he has lost billions of dollars mm-hmm. in this, and, and continues to do so. He's he's proven that he's actually a true patriot. He's not in this for the money because he's lost. So much money, and he's in—he's in danger of losing even more. I mean, they're—they're—they've weaponized what they call lawfare against this guy, mm-hmm. and you know, Elise Stefanik, she said that Engeron—that's the the guy's name, the judge—which apparently he Trump's not allowed to have a jury, which that's unconstitutional too. Exactly, this biased judge is going to be the judge, jury, and executioner, literally in this trial, and it's, and she's saying that this guy has clear judicial bias against Trump, including by telling Trump's attorney that the former president is just a bad guy. <laughs> the judge is saying this, whom New York Attorney General Letitia James should go after. Stefan Stefanik. A Republican from New York said in a letter to the state of New York Commission on Judicial Contact. So she's trying to get this guy pulled off the case, and I think that's a good idea. I do, too. I I find it hard to believe that this is allowed to continue. I find it hard to believe that it's taken this long for somebody to take action and do something positive. And not only that, but that... that How long have they been going after Trump? Well, yeah, and that ridiculous gag order, that got suspended. It got got appealed to a higher court, and they said, He said, said, the judge said, even if it's appealed by a higher court, I'm still going to hold to it. Like, who is he? What's wrong with yeah, him? Yeah, they don't They don't care about the law anymore. These no. people do not care. Okay, so coming up in the second hour, we're gonna have some, we got some fun topics here. I want to talk about these auto-kill switch mandates. And I, then, I want to talk about the quiet skies. Well, that's coming up. That's yeah. going to be... We're going to get yeah, to that out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we got quiet skies. If you're wondering what that is, it, I'm just going to leave that as a mystery to you. But anyway, <laughs> that's coming up, too. We'll be right back. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Thank you. 